A Dad's Net original podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. Hello, good evening, and welcome. This is Loose Dads from Dad's Net. Some dads doing some dad chat type things. We're going to be looking inside the news and see how that affects parents. We are going to be answering some queries from parents, big questions of the week, and we'll also be playing Parenting Would You Rather. But first of all, let me introduce the panel for you today. And this week, it's National Poetry Day. It's coming up this Thursday. So I have written a poem for each of the members of the panel. (laughs) Okay, bring this on. There is a tall man called Brad, our favourite South African dad. He had renovations to house his relations, but his search history makes his wife sad. (laughs) (laughs) I love that, dude. Very good. Very Um, good. Next up, Jack's guitars are so in demand that he sends them all over the land, but he spends all his days wrangling the craze, one with a poo in his hand. (laughs) (laughs) Call back to a, a sad, sad time in... (laughs) <laughs> in history um it's this very short man who's called sparks he flies imaginary planes for his larks he wakes up quite early but he's not big and burly he's mistaken for a kid when in parks <laughs> <laughs> you are the poet laureate jim you are yeah man and now here is jim who's our anchor trying to make each show a banker the ambition uh, is bold because he's so old and everyone says he's a thoroughly nice chap. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. And if you're one of my clients wondering why I've missed your deadline, it's because I've spent all day doing that. <laughs> so... There's been some big stories this week. I think we we all know what those are. The uh, the lady who's not for turning, definitely you turning straight away. Um, you know, one day Liz Truss going, oh, we are not going to back down on this top rate of income tax. Um, getting, uh, you know, stay, whatever, slashed. And uh, Kwasi Kwarteng the next day going, oh, yeah, we are actually sorry because no one likes it. <laughs> but anyway, I thought we'd, we'd move on from that because actually there is a... Um, there's a big story that's happened today that's like really really super dad related now there's a bloke called jim redmond you might not know his name just by hearing it but when you hear what he did you'll you might remember this moment in time you two might you three might all be too young i don't know um but he is the dad of Derek Redmond, the uh, the sprinter who in Barcelona in 1992 is in the semi-finals of his race. You know, he was he'd been injured quite a lot in the past, but he was looking good. He was in form. He was going for a medal. Basically, he would have been if he got to the final, he'd have probably been in contention for a medal. Halfway around the track, he pulls up his hamstrings done and he goes down. And then he realizes he's at the Olympics. He wants to finish off. Everyone else has finished. He's still got like 100, 200 meters to go. And he's hobbling, but his hamstring's completely gone. It's really bad. And then Jim Redmond, who is Derek Redmond's dad, came onto the track and helped his son. It's one of the classic Olympics moments. It's a really emotional moment. just image of him helping his son hobble over the line. He wanted to finish the race, even though he didn't need to. All the stewards were telling him not to. And sadly, Jim Redmond today 
has uh, has died, aged eighty one. So I thought it'd be nice to pay tribute to it because that is like what a dad moment that is, right? It really is, Jim. And if uh, millennials who might not have seen it. Um... Like live in 92. I've seen this video multiple times on TikTok. It's on Instagram Reels. You see it of like as in a full on emotional moment of of the Olympic Games, like and ultimate dadding to the max. Isn't it just? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I didn't, I wasn't very old in 92, should we say? Um, <laughs> so I wasn't, right, Jack, I, I wasn't aware of it. Come on, Jack. <laughs> yeah. How old were you? I was three. So I was born, you know, that's something. Um, but I, d- I didn't, I don't remember the moment from it actually happening. But just watching it back, it's like, you like to think as a dad, any one of us would jump in and do that for our kid if they were hurt like oh, that, man. you know? And it's a proper lump in the throat moment when you see it happening, isn't it? When someone else does it, like just amazing. The apparently because there were a few stewards telling him to get off, to get off his uh, the track, and he was like, no. And then his dad came on, and they kept, and he was like batting the stewards away, going, no, we're doing this. <laughs> apparently, he'd gone up to Derek and he'd said, look, you don't have to do this, and he was like, look, I really want to finish this. I have to finish this. That's what I'm here to do. Um, but yeah, absolutely amazing. Just uh, I thought it was worth commemorating an inspirational father on this because you know, like it's a dad's podcast, so that's probably what we should be doing, right? It's sort of like pretty on brand as content. It's like it's it's a new story. It's fully dad related, and honestly, yeah. absolutely that is it gives you that. Oh, <clears throat> like I hope there's a moment where, like, not you know where Jackson goes through. Like yeah. stress like that you don't you hope that there's that doesn't happen like if he's chasing a dream and you know injury gets in the way in the middle of it or something but just the fact that the way he sort of like cries on his dad's shoulder and you just see that mm. level of support it's just you just think i don't know it's a full goosebumps video if you watch it you just think i want to be like that dad like that's the dad i want to be have you heard the the interview with Derek Redmond as well? He says he was running and he heard this sound go off and he said he genuinely thought he'd been shot, but it was his hamstring going. And then he went down and like he didn't know what had happened. Then he, he got back up and he was like, oh, I'm at the Olympics, aren't I? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I better do something. It can't make. I don't know. It's, um, I don't think there's enough praise for us dads. I think we're just genuinely superheroes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Mean, yeah. I won't disagree I mean, with that. It's like, um, it reminds, I mean, I don't know if you guys ever saw that story about that one dad. I think his son had like cerebral palsy, I think. And every single year he would carry his son through like, I, I don't know if they were doing like the, um, what, it, what, what, I can't even remember the name of it. What is it when you do like uh, running, swimming, cycling, and all of that? The triathlon, yeah. So like every single year he would, carry his son and they would do this sort of triathlon thing wow. and he had kitted out i think his bicycle in a way that he could get his son into it and even when his son was well into like being an adult he would still do it with his boy i think up until the point where he could no longer do it yeah, yeah. <laughs> which for me would be like a long time ago <laughs> 12, 12, years, 12, 12 years ago for me dude <laughs> i'm done <laughs> you know oh, age, age takes a toll on those knees doesn't it jim yeah, yeah, genuinely does. And the gout as well. Don't forget the gout. That happens. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that dad uh, completed all the triathlons throughout the UK. Uh, remember, it was just before COVID, says this uh, Facebook user. And uh, someone else who's commented says, uh, 
of Jim Redmond as a dad, proud of his son and wanting to make his dad's dreams come true. What a great thing to see. So I thought we'd just dedicate this small part of the show to Jim Redmond. He died today, age 81. Right, Sparky, have you got a new story? Um, yeah, I mean, I have got a new story and it's about actually, it's about a dad again as well. Um, mm-hmm. But it's a, a more fussy dad. It's a, um, do you guys all drink hot drinks? Are you all tea drinkers? Yeah, yes. I mean, Jim obviously barely drink anything else, but yeah, <laughs> always find it a bit weird. Like, but someone I work with doesn't drink tea, and it instantly means I trust them less. Like, you know, if you mm. don't drink hot drinks, there's something wrong with you, right? Like, yeah, yeah, mm. no, you should be on a register somewhere, yeah. or you're a tea, or you're a teenager. <laughs> well, well, this dad has got a specific way of making a cup of tea, um, which has kind of uh, hit the news this week. He, um, he says you can't make a cup of tea with a cold spoon. Have you ever heard any of, any of this, Jim, the big Yorkshire tea lover? Um, I am a big Yorkshire tea lover. Someone has pointed that out in the comments as well. Um, I, I can't say I imagine it's been ruined by the spoon not being warm enough. However, I am willing to listen to this well, and change my ways if it really will. You know, it's all about marginal gains isn't it let's go back to the olympics they always say <laughs> athletes look for marginal gains so you never if, you, if you're like usain bolt you're never going to like knock a second off your 100 meters are you but you could knock 0.1 seconds and just keep working at that and that so maybe all I the bits of improvement well this is it. i feel like for me this is like how my nan used to be when it came to warming plates before a roast dinner she'd be like oh I just or oh, just put the plates in the oven well this is this dad's theory he's like he's teaching his son to make a cup of tea and he says Look, if you're going to make me a cup of tea, I don't want you using a cold spoon, like sh- straight out the drawer. So what he does is when he pours, you know, you, you know, you, Jim, you're a professional tea maker. You need time for your bag to brew in the cup, mm. right? So he makes his son lay the teaspoon over the cup, over the top of the mug to generate the heat from the boiling water. And then only after then can he put it into the tea to take the tea bag out because he believes so it cools his tea too quickly. So he doesn't say, son, Go and put that <laughs> teaspoon in the microwave. <laughs> no, don't do that, man. Definitely don't do that, man. If you want to see a thunderstorm inside, uh, maybe put a spoon in the microwave. But to, to, to be fair, I get I get your nan's thing about, you know, warming up the plates because food gets cold super quick, right? And it's annoying hmm. sometimes when you've got a good roast and all of a sudden you're trying to tuck in and things are a little bit cold and stodgy. But, like, surely, like, a teaspoon conducts heat heat so quickly. while it's in yeah so it's not going to cool it down the tea's going to heat it up rather than really it cooling quickly. the tea down yeah yeah, yeah you so never I you never know. take the spoon out and go oh it's still cold still yeah. cold yeah. <laughs> in fact we've all done that you might have done it to the other half where you take the hot teaspoon out and you put it on the back of your partner's hand or wherever yeah. in your kitchen we've definitely done one of my old house okay. before yeah careful uh, this, sounds, <laughs> that, this sounds like it's going in a place we don't want it to go uh, okay no, no, don't burn anybody. But like, I've definitely done it with yeah. housemates where you put. Yeah, la- laddie bants with housemates. Fine. Yeah. Sorry, don't do it with your partner. Don't do it with your partner. It could end bad. It could end bad. But no, I just thought like that level of no. pedanticness. And also, what I thought with this story is, is like the thing is with a cup of tea is it's it's um it's never enough. Like you you've got to wait five ten minutes for it to cool down. Like before you can even drink it. So surely the teaspoon is helping mm. that. So if you're you an amateur, yeah. It. You know, if you're an amateur, you wait for it to cool down. If not, you know, you'd like a normal person, you go in straight away. Um, I actually, I scalded my chin on a cup of tea today because I, I wasn't concentrated. I was trying to read something that I was doing, probably one of those poems I was writing. And uh, I'd put, rather than put the cup to my mouth, I just put it on my chin. It, it really hurt. So the, the teaspoon had not cooled it down. 
Yeah, that's what you needed, mate. More teaspoon time. But like, that's how desperate we are for a, a good news story these days. Like that made the papers. Like a guy talking about cooling his tea with a teaspoon oh, because so. everything else is just your mortgage is getting more expensive and life's crap. So like, yeah. th- that's what they're throwing into the papers at the minute. One hundred percent. I'm trying it tomorrow though. So <laughs> get the thermometer that. out, Jim. Yeah, normally I'm a you know I'm a bit like oh why are the papers filled with such rubbish? This time I'm like well this maybe could help, so I'm going to go for it. Actually, you know what, Sparky, you've made a good valid point though, Jim. If you're going to do this, you need to conduct conduct a proper experiment. So we need to see the temperature of a tea made the normal way, mm-hmm. like you know using a you know whilst what is the temperature before the spoon and after the spoon whilst it's been cold, and then before the spoon. And after the spoon, whilst you've <laughs> steamed it, you've given it a facial. Right, Jim, I'm I'm always looking for stuff for the loose dads reels, you know, for Instagram right. yeah, and TikTok. Yeah. So, and that's you a good put test. This one together. Yeah. yeah. Do, do I have to warm up the thermometer though before I put it in? No. Have you got one of the COVID Ooh, thermometers left over? The trigger ones. Oh, yeah. Trigger ones. Oh, the yeah, guns. Yeah. Point mm. it in like that one will be good. But I mean, have you seen that comment that's just come in? Ice cube in a black coffee to drink it straight away. Anyone else do that? What? No. But I'm uh, going to no, try that. I don't have a black coffee. Oh, I drink black um, coffee, man. Oh, you you, are, you no. need to milk it, water it down with milk, do you, Brad? To yeah, take I lo- the strength away. I flavor. water it down with milk. No, I drink <laughs> it with full fat milk, dude. I'm milk it down. Watering it down. Milk it down with I, the flavour is what I mean. Yeah. I, I like a latte, so I'll uh, I'll, I'll put yeah. quite a lot of milk in mine. Yeah, yeah. still a coffee amateur, Jack. Instantly right. gulpable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely trying that. Thanks for the ice cube tip, though. All right, you try the ice cube in the black coffee i'll try the spoon and we'll uh, come to some kind of hot drink conclusion, conclusion. i think we could start a loose people. loose dad's barista business at this rate you know hey we could do the geek chat could be about uh next week if nothing else instagram at loose dad's pod yes yeah, okay no. okay there jack i get the point <laughs> we got social media jack um you get yeah you get the geek chat by the way as one of the benefits of being a patron at patreon.com slash loose dad so go and have a look at that uh jack do you have a news story this week i do and this one was for sparky when he comes back sorry i was getting in trouble because i left the door open and i was waking the baby uh, up oh, he's too man. loud got a sparky text the news um so this I said we're too funny. Oh, that, that's the problem. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I, think, I think, you know, comedy is all about timing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to be able to hear you gag Jack to laugh at them or at least pretend to laugh yeah, at yeah. them. So, so hold on though, right. Jack, because you, you've lined this up to say that this news article is aimed at Sparky. Uh, I've got a fear that we might have the same one. The easy jet plane. Oh, no. Sweet. All good. <laughs> am i am i to take from this we've got two stories about crocs no no most about crocs. Most i about never i would never give crocs that much publicity no okay i don't no, i don't want to talk no. about them no, 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 no. Let's I fair enough. immediately shut that down yeah an easy jet plane was forced to make an emergency landing nervous flyers stop listening now after being struck by lightning Oh, okay. lovely. They would have uh, squawked 7700, just so you know, guys. Um, they what done? The, the squawk, uh, that's what you, if you're in an emergency situation on a plane, you the, it squawks. And so everyone at air traffic control knows they need to give that plane immediate attention. Um, when you say it squawks. 
Oh, well, because ah. yeah, the squawk codes for planes is based on parrots. Yeah, because in the war when they had, uh, do you want me to? Do you want me to? Do yes, like, yeah. yes, please. <laughs> yes. So they, yeah, when they used to have like original call signs, then they got nicknamed squawks. Like your squawk is the number that your plane is in the sky to air traffic control, and that is like because you squawk for attention, and you like and you squawk seven seven zero zero when you're in an emergency and that alerts in whatever language to air traffic control you're flying through that there is a problem on the plane and you need all eyes on that plane isn't that quite a long-winded emergency call no you don't say it seven you, seven seven you, seven seven guys because seven 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 zero zero is um is we've run out of tea <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's like on the old rotary phones when they made nine 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 the number. That's the furthest away. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't they, didn't they then, do this for something silly like kids like couldn't really accidentally dial it or something stupid? Yeah, it might well have been that. That's a good point. But yeah, yeah. In, in an emergency when your house is burning down, you're like, oh my you goodness! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a story about flying. Um, back home from SA. So like we always used to find, so South Africa sometimes in summers is, it's amazing because like your days would be scorching hot, but like dry air. So not like over here where it's humid and it kills you and it suffocates you to death. Um, and then like at about 7 PM at night, it would just thunderstorms, lightning storms, like just piss it down. And then you wake up next day and it's bright blue skies again. And then it would do the same sort of thing. And I used to hate it because I'm a bit of a nervous flyer. And um, every time we would go and visit SA, I'd always be like, oh, my God, I don't want to fly back because you know what's going to happen. We're going to have an evening flyer and then, you know. A storm. And the last, the last flight we did back with the boys, um, you know, generally when you take off on an international flight, how long does it take to kind of reach your cruising altitude? Ten minutes? Well, Before they take off, off tell you. You, you want to get to thirty six thousand feet, which you, I mean, you, you could, mm, yeah, maybe, yeah, eight to ten minutes. It just depends yeah. on how it depends on how steep a climb is, or what air traffic yeah. control tell you to do. So if you take, sorry, I am actually coming across like a super. No, 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 it's, no okay. good. it's good. Depends on the you're, plane, you're on. does it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You've got a quick plane, but yeah, or? but if you're talking like a seven four seven, or you know, like a, a seven it, it, seven seven, it was. It, it was an A380. Um, it depends on if it's a um, if it's a squawk command or if it's a Phoenix command. Um, but um, so yeah. But basically, anyway, <coughs> the storm, the storm, the storm clouds were so high, and we, we I think we got hit with lightning anyway because it was going all around us, and all of a sudden, the lights on the whole entire plane just went like dim and 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 blow out again and dim. But anyway. It took about 25 minutes where they were just climbing. I think we got nearer to 38,000 before okay. they could at least... Um, so tried to so go over. Really above the clouds, dude, because, yeah, the storm itself was so terrible. And um, that was the one time I, I really learned that flying with kids, the one thing I like about it is they can help keep you distracted. Yeah. <laughs> In that instance, for me being a nervous flyer, I was like able to be like... Oh wow, buddy! Check it all out. Look at that! Oh wow, how cool is that? You know, and like, and then Logan was like excited and talking about it, so it kept me also distracted at the same time. But it was, and it for, was for the first different. time he had to go and take you to the bathrooms to change. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you not put a brave face on for him? Because that's what I like. That's what I was doing. Whenever I get, uh, yeah, no, of course you do. You've, of course you do, dude. But like, 
You got the engine's inside. still on, son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. worry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's what it is. It's that out, sort of outside facade of like, yeah, everything's great, but inside I'm dying. But it has to right. One of the worst things about being a parent, isn't it, is that you've got to put a brave face on everything, yeah. like wasps. Yeah. Oh, it's just a wasp. It's fine. And inside <laughs> you go, ah, don't sting me. You can't do that with the kids. You have to just go, this is fine. It's our friend. Let's joke it. I'm terrified. <laughs> so was the plane all right, Jack? Where did the duty emergency land in? What other info? Is that- uh, yeah, close to the story now. Um, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it made an emergency landing and then some. It was someone in Italy and they got public transport to another part of Italy. And they often do I don't know. I, I, I only read headlines, don't I? <laughs> yeah, okay. no, that's, true. that's true. I mean, that that is very much like you've just opened a newspaper and gone, that one, and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, planes, sparky lights, planes, that. Hold on, are we meant to actually read the articles? I mean, that's just... <laughs> I mean, oh. probably with some of some of your articles, Brad, probably not. The, probably the, other, not yeah. the other thing I was going to talk about, like, I scrolled through maybe six, seven pages of news articles, trying to find something that Positive. wasn't yeah wasn't just awful uh, and the one that i was going to bring i'll just tell you quickly yeah brad yours isn't about the chicken that crossed the road is it no, no. okay i i was today years old when i learned the real meaning of the chicken crossing the road joke all right okay all right. so why did the christian chick <laughs> why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side because uh, t-rexes weren't around yet to get to the other side Yes. Jim is correct. Yes. Right? So, oh, so as in to to pass on to the other side. To pass on to the other side. So he crossed the, road. the busy road. Or is that like just another Dark, sort of Nostradamus, Nostradamus thing of nah. it's open for interpretation? No, because I never I never thought it was funny. I never got it. I was like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because that was the thing. Like, it's just a stupid joke. Well, See, that's is it, it, or is it darker? Like, well, what's it, Brown you, think it's, it's like, you think it's an anti-joke, don't you? You think mm. it's a joke, it's like you're set up for a joke and then it's just like, like yeah. you know, what kind of coat does Dracula wear in the rain? A wet one. It's like yeah. a not, yeah. not an actual... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, what's what's brown and sticky? A brown stick. You know, it's just stupid things like that. Yeah, but is it? Or was <laughs> yeah. this one, did this one come from a darker I, place? Dude, and then everyone I think, just sort I think, of took it as an anti-joke. <laughs> and now, like... Six-year-olds. <laughs> you know, you know that news article you 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 informed us about the other day, where like a high percentage of youngins are saying that like light, they can't see through life, and life is just too dark for them nowadays, thanks to COVID and the pandemic and whatnot. Oh, sorry, think, yeah, not on the podcast, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> offline, offline. A <laughs> little, little offline. bit of context there for anyone who's not yeah. in our WhatsApp group. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, offline. Um, yeah, sort of the dark chat continues offline yeah, as well. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's just someone, who's, so, someone who's just like going through all old, like old, old jokes and be like, yeah, man, that's dark, like, yeah, suicide. You think it's like chick- people who watch old episodes of like. Um, Blackadder or Faulty Towers and goes, well, that was a bit racist, that one. No, I think that's that, that's obviously for... You can interpret racism and, and bigotry and all of that. But like a chicken crossing the road, I just always thought it was a stupid joke, dude. That's just my opinion. But well, still, like, even it's if another it's not, thought. that is a great, like... Theory. Yeah. Theory about it. To be, I'll be honest, this episode has probably had the best amount of theories and actual real life information <laughs> I think we've ever done. I'm, I'm thinking we just stop now. 
Because this yeah. is, we're never going to top this. <laughs> Let's squawk 770 and just turn it off. Doesn't that mean we're in an emergency? We had to leave. Like, that's it, guys. We're done. Uh, Brad, what's your new story this week, please? Uh, all right. So I. I scoured high and low for this one, guys. I really, really struggled. I have no amazing uh, Bradisms for for a news article. However, this one, because I know, I'm pretty sure Sparky spoke about in a previous episode about his pet peeve for people with gender reveals. Okay. And I don't know. I'm not sure if you guys saw about that couple recently who have contaminated an entire town's water supply. I think it's in America. Because they decided to, of course it is. Of course it of course is. Course yeah, it is. <laughs> they decided to dye the water that comes into a waterfall blue. So they've contaminated the entire town's drinking water because of their gender reveal. <laughs> and I just wanted to share that with you, Sparky, because I know you love oh. a good gender reveal. <laughs> Just come on. Like, it's great. Like, it's exciting. It really is. But, like, I just think the extreme lengths. It's, it is really exciting finding out what gender your baby's going to be. Do not get that twisted. Like, I'm not taking that joy away from anyone. But yeah. Yeah. The lengths um, that some people will go to. to... No, it's exciting for you. I was going to yeah, say, sorry. does anyone else give as much of a shit? No. <laughs> I, I, I don't care. I don't, I don't think a lot of people do. That's great. Like, it, it, I, but the amount of money that people spend, and now people's water supplies. They I know. Spend, you it's know, crazy. it's like this is how hard. This is it, though. It's getting harder and harder to go viral on the internet, and this is what people are doing now. They're taking out water supplies to try and get viral on TikTok. I reckon the next one is. Do you remember that old? I think Nintendo <coughs> first came out with like the the laser gun that you shoot at your television and you the had duck hunt. the games. Great. Yeah, like duck hunt. Um, and there was one, I think, that had one of their games. I don't know if it was with the actual cons the, the the controller or if it was the gun, but you had to shoot red balloons. I reckon at some point it's going to get to extreme, really super extreme, where you're just going to send your family up in a hot air balloon and all of a sudden you're just going <laughs> to propel a missile through their balloon <laughs> to hey. explode their whole balloon into the car. Oh, right, yeah. I mean, that's got the touch of Elon Musk about it, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how I'm going to announce the gender of XYZ cubicle. <laughs> this is Lou's Dads from Dadsnet on the way. Uh, we're going to be talking about the big questions of the week from Dadsnet members, including one that I think could have been written by Jack. You'll definitely have something to say about it. Something that he's already said three or four times on this podcast, but it's a great story, so let's go with it. Uh, that's coming up very soon on Lou's Dads. Now then, Dadsnet and Farshaw have teamed up to run a study on the positive impacts of dads regularly reading with their children. So what's happening is a load of dads with Dadsnet uh, getting some books from Farshaw, uh, like a wide different selection, sitting down with their kids every night and making sure that they read to them and uh, getting the kids involved in choosing the books and then sort of documenting what goes on. And we'll have the results from that study, which we'll share after the study is finished. Um, but you can check out... Uh, the website will put up a link in the description of this podcast and you can find a selection of books if you want to get reading with your kids as well. So we've all got these books. We've all started reading with them. My son has yep. gone for mainly 
books related to things like Pokemon and Minecraft yeah. at the moment. <laughs> and but that's the thing. Like you know, reading is reading, isn't it? And yeah. he's absolutely loving both of them at the moment. He, I can't stop him. Like kind of getting hold of them, wanting to do the little sticker things, and then having a chat about what's going on. I don't, I don't understand what's going on myself, but I'm enjoying <laughs> reading it with them. And that's what it's about. It's that partnership, right? So we're reading the um, the Pokemon annual one of the Pokemon annuals, right? And I thought, great, I know all the Pokemon, so I can really join in on this. It turns out, no, I know the first 150. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's like little activities in it where he's going, right, well, so I have to draw a line from the name of the Pokemon to the Pokemon. And I'm like, right, okay, I know I know Charmander. Cool. And then he's like, and which one's this, Daddy? Uh... But also he doesn't know, so that one. It's only going to be a problem when he's at school and he is like, Pikachu, I choose you, and Squirtle pops out. Like, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's not Pikachu, that's Squirtle. Like, that's I hate when that happens, when I'm looking for a Pikachu <laughs> and a Squirtle instead. Awful. <laughs> uh, like, having a three-year-old read, it's like, it's, it's like a fight like, at times. I know like, the whole point of what we're doing is to just encourage them and let the children lead the reading a bit. So he takes a bit of leading and then wants to take the lead on the reading. Like that's how it happens with Jackson. So two and a half, I want to start reading with him. He like tries to take the book off me. Like, no, we're not reading. Um, so I go, no, no, daddy's going to read it then. And then I start reading uh, to myself, start the first page. Uh, and he's, Jackson's into still got uh, flap books, you know, like, mm-hmm. likes to pull up the flaps. Um, and so he takes over after page one and then, is super into reading like it was his idea in the first place. So like <laughs> yes. uh, I, that that's working. That's the tactic I'm going for with a two and a half year old. Like your boys are all a little bit older and and, you, and your daughter, Jim. So it's an easier task for you, I'm imagining. Yeah, she. I mean, she's eight um, going on like 18. So uh, really, don't... I want to read with her. <laughs> Definitely want to read with her. Leave me alone, she, daddy. Yeah, she pretty much wants to shut herself in a bedroom and... Uh, read and listen to her brass tapes or whatever it is that teenagers do nowadays. I don't know. I mean, I'm a... <laughs> but actually, it is nice because she does. She does actually. She enjoys that sort of interaction. But she is very much kind of like an independent reader. But it's nice to kind of discuss because obviously with Seth, with my five-year-old, it's very much me sort of leading it and him going, mm. "Oh yeah." But with her, you know, she's reading it and leading the conversation, and I'm finding out a lot about it as well. And it's really just, it's it's really interesting to get into like an eight-year-old's perception of what's going on in these stories that she really likes it's fascinating stuff getting Elsa to do a bit of deconstruction like an English teacher (laughs) yeah no I'll I'll set her an essay so (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Brad how's it going for you mate yeah I mean like ever since the kids were small we've always tried to read as much as possible um and even to this day I still do it like there's a couple of book franchises I previously over the last few years have been buying the sets for and we'll read it um mostly every night i'll try and get through a chapter and it's i love it because the boys get so engrossed in the story that like i'll finish a chapter and then they'll be like oh come let's do rock paper scissors for another one you know like <laughs> i want to chapter. i'm like yes <laughs> and then i then i look at the next chapter and i'm like Oh, that's about four or five pages. Yeah, okay, that's not that long. I'll do it. Yeah. Then you sometimes you look at it, you're like, that's twelve pages. I'm not doing that. Kind of thing. <laughs> I'm not committing to that tonight. 
No. I've not had my dinner yet. I need to go and eat. (laughs) Jake's been Um, reading uh, Stick of the Dump recently and similar thing. He's like, Daddy, can we can we do another chapter? I was like, it's 40 pages. No, we can't. (laughs) No, no, no. One chapter a night, I said. Um, So I am admittedly, though, with being struck off with COVID and my um, books haven't arrived last week. I haven't had a chance to start with books that we've ordered, but the, um, the, the ones that the boys have got, I'm actually myself, I'm really excited to actually start <laughs> reading. Well, the boys are actually also really good at reading themselves, you know, like mm. um, David Williams and uh, at the minute. So Cole's really into uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid and a couple right. of Roald Dahl books and stuff like that. And it's funny though, because he'll go off and he'll read and then I'll, I'll you know, so what pages do you read? Oh, 60 to 75. Okay, great. And then I'll quickly just browse to them looking for like tricky words to see if I can catch them off. <laughs> and you know what? He's like some of these words and I'm like, oh, say that. And he gets it. I'm like, shitting hell, man. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I'm expecting one day to just flip the page and he'll be like, yeah, dad, that's disestablishmentarianism. Don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> so uh, this, yeah I'm, I'm this this whole thing i know is going to be an amazing journey for us because yeah. i i grew up i never I, I never liked reading um but only since the boys have come about i enjoy it because i would put on character voices and you know we'd we know this of you brad like you're yeah, definitely fully submerging yourself into this yeah the yeah yeah and um so seeing their passion love for it helps with me as well so it's it's lovely to see my boys enjoying reading but not because schools told them to read, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they just enjoy it themselves. So, yeah, it's going to be a good one. I'm really, really happy about this. This is the reading study that we're doing. Farshaw and Dadsnap teamed up together, and we'll uh, we'll give you the results, and there'll be videos and stuff you can find out more about uh, getting your kids into reading with you, uh, if you can, as much as you can. Every night it would be great, but <laughs> let's face it, people's schedules don't mean mean that that can't happen a lot but any of the positive impacts of dads regularly reading with the children that is what we're looking for uh, so find the website in the uh, description of this podcast this is loose dads from dad's nets let's do the big question of the week the big question of the week This is uh, Loose Dads from Dadsnet. My name is Jim. I have Sparky. I have Brad. I have Jack as well. Uh, we've got Sydney listening. We've got Al listening. We've got... Sorry, who? Who? Al. Who's, who's that? Al is the uh, big boss of Dadsnet. Um, Brad's got beef with him today for some reason. <laughs> like, once again, to like... To let our private WhatsApp group out into public. He had a big rant. <laughs> You know, you know what? You're not you're not far wrong though, Sparky, because I've had because I've had COVID, right? Again, third strike, guys. Yay! Um and Shay had laser eye surgery last week, right? Oh, so yeah. she obviously didn't want to be near me, because in case that impacted her surgery. And then like post-surgery, she doesn't want to be near me in case her eyes, you know, somehow get infected with COVID. Um, you know, and, oh, COVID <laughs> eye, man. That's the new tip. Yeah, you know, COVID eye, dude. Trump, <laughs> tr- Trump's uh, pink eye 
any day. <laughs> I, so, I think what yeah, you've encountered, I, I'm missing, Brady, I'm, miss, I'm missing human connection. Yeah, I, like I, I need a hug, man. <laughs> I think what you've encountered is marriage. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, yeah, oh. maybe. Maybe it's just looking forward to a like... sparky, are you? There you go. <laughs> Two weeks to go, guys. Uh, well, the what amount you... they're going to be spending on that with the pound and the euro, they're going to have to cuddle for heat this winter, aren't they? <laughs> so, that's um, hello to executive producer Connor as well, by the way. Right, big question. This is the first one. Just wondering if anyone has burnt bridges when you've left a job. This is the one that I said could be related to Jack. My current employer's been treating us like rubbish i leave on friday and i really want to tell management what i think of them is it a good idea now we know let's go to our burning bridges correspondent jack allen (laughs) you have burned bridges when you've left a job have you not yes yes i have (laughs) what was the outcome of that i mean just quickly recap the story if you would because it's worth it oh i got fired uh at a public event a charity boxing match. Um, and as I was leaving the charity boxing match, I shouted at my <clears throat> now former employer, F you, you little C. You're nothing without me, you little C. F you. <laughs> <laughs> That's poetic right there. Say, is that I a think, haiku? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, F you. Oh, hey, there we go. I would have been better hey. if I just the word. <laughs> so, um, how that, has that worked out for you, Jack? How's it worked out? Has it, have there been any detriments? Have there been any positives? Haven't had a lot of business off him since. Right. Okay, <laughs> no, um, you know, I, I, I went freelance not long after that. And uh, <laughs> well, I was fired rather than I went freelance, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it hasn't impacted my career even remotely. So, it's a funny story to tell. I don't know, like, we need a bit more context. What is this guy going to, what does he want to do after this? Like, if 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 he's working on the butcher counter at Sainsbury's and then wants to go and work in the bakery, Mm. (laughs) maybe, no. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. Move on to the candlestick maker and then you have that gap between you. So that'd be good. Um, Yeah, he has got a new job to go to. And so he's leaving to go to a new job. So, I mean... My instinct would be no, just in case in the future. But realistically, come on, you know, that if that person's treating people badly, he's likely to be out of a job soon, right? Yeah. So is there any problem with it? And just do what everybody else does these days. Just go online and just without exactly saying who it is. (gasps) Glassdoor. Yeah. Yes. Like Glassdoor, Fesshole, whatever, all of those things like, and just say about how much of a, a jerk they are or whatever mm. and just then you then you feel better for getting it off your chest and know that other people know and it, mm, just you know make sure you're using a vpn whilst you do that so you're untraceable no, mate i got a, i got a invoice paid um from a client that hadn't paid me for like you know a year and a bit um so i went on Glassdoor. said they never pay their re- freelancers within 10 minutes i had a phone call from them going was this you i was like no just just so you know we're going to get this paid today now and um just if it was you would you mind going on and removing that please Uh, that's so it does have an effect people do feel the pressure of that that's interesting that in in google reviews yeah not that i'm trying to tank anyone's business but you know if they're a dick to you if they if they deserve it i mean mean, that's the thing that is a legitimate thing to put on glassdoor because thinking of working with a company and they don't pay people people need to know that right 
So no. you're not going out of your way to tell people lies about the company. I wish I had burnt bridges, to be perfectly honest, with um, with one of the companies that I left that let me go. Um, but, you know, it, it was in radio. And so they went, well, mm. we're not renewing your contract, but there might be some cover work for you at some point. Of course, yeah. I was desperate. So I went, oh, okay, uh, right. And then I left quite meekly. And now I wish I'd done a jack, basically, <laughs> uh, because they deserved it and they were subhuman scum. Um, got this one from a Facebook Sorry, user. It says, I walked out at dinner time and text them when I got home just to say, big F you, you bunch of W's. Slightly <laughs> embarrassing, though. Mm. I love that text. Just We're walking um, out, not saying it. And I'm just, I'll just text it. Right now, I feel like we're just a horrible episode of Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big F you, you little C, and you duck bunch of W's. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by the letter. By <laughs> Cookie Monster. <laughs> uh, hello to Liam as well, who's listening. Um, right, this is another one. Would anyone fe else feel uncomfortable with their partner going to a pimps and hoes party dressed as a hoe? My partner's just told me she'll be going with friends to one this weekend. I'm not invited by the sounds of it, which would be fine if it was a normal party. I'm just not sure how I feel about oh. it because the type of party, trying to figure out if I'm being irrational and unreasonable. Yeah, you who, are. who is holding a pimps and hoes party? <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, hold on, guys. Don't talk about my wedding like that. Like, <laughs> well, I'll do what I want. <laughs> me too. When did um, that happen? Oh, come off it. Like, just... Where is the trust in your relationship if you can't let your other half go to a pimps and hoes party? For God's sake, like, like what? I mean, you, she, fancy dress doesn't turn you into that thing, does it? So you're not, <laughs> not going to become a prostitute because you dress like one. It's yeah, like, you know, somebody's not going to turn into morph because they've got a morph suit on. They're not going to start playing. With Hold on, hat. I always become the role of whatever I'm dressed up as. That's fine. <laughs> oh, you're the, if I'm you're a the pirate, king of fancy dress, aren't you? Are in everywhere I go. But uh, no, fair point. I like. I can totally understand maybe why the guy might feel. Uh, I don't know. You know, a, a bit not jealous is not the right word like me like oh are you doing that like because it just feels like a a thing that you maybe do when you at university go to like a pimps and hose party so like more than a thing that you do when you a parent the, or whatever the uh, only the only the only way there's a problem is if it is a room full of pimps yeah, because because I've seen a lot of pornos where that just doesn't go the way any any partner would want that to go. Yeah, if she turns up and it's a sausage fest, yeah, out. Yeah, has she been hired in as the entertainment? <laughs> if she comes home and she smells like jupe, maybe have a conversation with her. But you got to let her, you got to let her you go and have a good time. You know? When I went out, I'm, it's funny you bring that up. When I went um, to catch a train this morning, right. I was standing on the platform near a guy who was obviously like bathed that in was... jupe. And I thought, is jupe still a thing? Hey. Like, I love the smell like, of jupe. It was, it was bang, back, 16 year old oh, no. me was always doused in jupe. I, I would still wear it. Like, I would still wear it if it wasn't like branded as like teenager or taxi driver. There's a game that we could play. That's a five star Uber review. Taxi driver smelt lovely. Jupe. Oh, mate. I think 
think the same about Old Spice, but you know, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> tube, man. I'm, def- I'm, I'm going to get some tube. <laughs> if, um, do you remember Celebrity Deathmatch on MTV when actually MTV used to play shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could do a, yeah. Could do a, could do a celebrity death match between Old Spice and Jupe. Yeah. <laughs> that, would be, that would be epic, man. Oh, we've got one person who's listening who's added in Dad, Davidoff Cool Waters as well. And yeah, CK1, yeah, yeah. You know, we could get them all. I mean, uh, you two, you three, once again, I keep seeing you two. You three are uh, probably too young t- to remember High Karate. Uh, does anyone else remember that? That was Don't High know. Karate was absolutely classic awful awful aftershave back in the day my granddad used to have it um nice. didn't make him do karate you in the side of your head <laughs> whilst we're on classic scent i've got to mention the, my most successful scent i would say back when i was like 18 which was tommy boy come at me nice, i brought nice. and i did bring that back for like i saw a bottle of it on sale like in uh in like in my mid-20s and i brought tommy boy back for a little re- and then someone went are you wearing tommy boy are you 16 <laughs> and uh, yeah versace blue jeans I, and that was because it's the cheapest oh, nice. that's what you always bought yeah, like, it's so nice it's like 9.95 i'll have some blue jeans in the tea hey, yes hey, please I'll cool have- water dupe versace blue jeans three of my favorite Oh, mate. Favourite men's fragrances. <laughs> no splash, no gash. And I cannot wear any of them now. <laughs> Absolutely well, with, with, with the financial crisis coming along, dude, they might be your only choice. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Wouldn't it be strange if, you know, like, there are some vague positives to have come out of the... Uh, uh, of of covid like you know for for companies like zoom it was amazing you know they've done really well restream which we do this podcast on when we stream it live on a tuesday night 8 30 they've had an amazing time because of covid wouldn't it be strange if out of the financial crisis dupe suddenly comes back <laughs> <laughs> it's like buy dupe shares now i was gonna say it rocket. becomes like the, it becomes like the new bitcoin dude it was yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, sorry, shout out to whoever's brought up Brute as well, which I used to call Brut because I didn't know how to say it properly. Or a little bit of Brut Aquatonic. Come on. Uh, It reminds this person of his uncle or their uncle. Uh, He's one of them sleazy uncles as well. Real creepy with women. (laughs) Long cuddles. And the Pimps and Hoes party is uh, his house everywhere. (laughs) I'm really worried. This is Lou's Dads from Dadsnet. On the way, we'll uh, play Parenting Would You Rather, asking awkward questions about parenting, sort of. Uh, that's on the way next. Lou's Dads from Dadsnet. And as I mentioned before, we've got Patreon. And if you help us out with that, then it'd be good because then we can keep doing this show and doing exciting things with it as well and keeping you entertained. Um, and, and what did we do? What did we do last night? One of the uh, the Patreon Patreon uh, top tier rewards, if you can call it that, uh, is a, <laughs> a monthly hangout with us, yeah. the Loose Dads. So we had um, a little hangout, working extra for our money. You know, <laughs> so, as if we don't put extra. enough hard work into this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we had a we had a, a hangout with the uh, exec producer level patrons, didn't we? 
And if you would like to be part of that, then you need to get onto patreon.com slash loose dads and you can go and sign up and find out all the rewards that you can get. You get geek chat as well, which last week was four, was it? No, that hasn't gone out yet. That's going out after tonight's show. Oh, right. Okay. So mm. that's going out. And so, still, because maths went out last week, you see. Because oh, yeah, we had right. maths. But yeah, I mean, maybe the next Geek Chat could be about aftershaves, retro aftershaves. I feel like <laughs> I put that one forward. Uh, come on for a Patreon chat and discuss your favorite aftershave of the 90s. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, be, the next time we all get together, we all need to choose a different 90s aftershave. <laughs> um, w- would it surprise you that I had some in my room right now? I have got some quite uh, vintage aftershaves. <laughs> They're not ever wear. Oh, vintage, of course. What have I got? Um, I'll send you a picture. Come I'll on, send you a picture in the morning. But, okay, uh, okay. You got jazz. Have you got a bottle of jazz, Jim? Like, that's no, a classic. I can't remember what it is. I, I think it might be Brute. I think I might have some Brute and there's something else as well. Equally right, classic. But anyway, <laughs> that's for another time. Let's do the big... Uh, no, the parenting would you rather. Yeah, you know, that thing. Have we got, have we got a little... Jingle thing to go in here, Jack. It's still game, yeah. It's still game time. I'll have to make a would you rather one, really. All right, okay. Oh, look, I, sorry, guys, just before before we do that, I think um, Danny's chimed in here wanting to know um, if we were the hose. What are the uh, the, <laughs> the hangout? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That yeah. is so this month, yeah, the top tier Patreon people had to come as the pins. <laughs> Next month, it's like a football game, you turn around at half time. So, I, was, um, I was wondering about Jack's outfit last night, it looked a little bit racy. <laughs> hey. I love a seam, I love a seam up a stocking though, Jack. Good work. That's, yeah. that's just yeah. my Monday yeah. night outfit, you know. Really? <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm gonna press a button and then we'll yeah. play a game. Let's do that and we'll move on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's game time. It's parenting, would you rather? So, questions va- vaguely related to parenting, or at least things that parents might know something about anyway. Um, so, I'm going to go to Sparky first of all. Sparky, you can only feed your child bread and water for the rest of their life, but would you rather? It was fresh bread and dirty water every day, or mouldy bread and fresh water every day. Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus! It's Ooh. cost of living crisis. This could happen. <laughs> Can I filter it through a sock? The dirty water. Um, I mean, fresh mouldy bread makes me feel wow. Unless you know it's all we've got, and then you whack it in the toaster, then you pick off the mould. Like, yeah. yeah. However, right, yeah. <laughs> I read something the other day that says, you know, when you pick off the mould, mm-hmm. yeah, there's still like little roots of mould that are going through that you can't see. So it's still quite mouldy and it can make you quite ill. So, but you eat mouldy cheese. Yeah, but that's right. But then that's controlled mould in a certain way, isn't it? So... Oh, you are. Oh, a poet. I feel. I feel a, a saying from my mum coming on here. Well, never kill me. So I'll eat it. Never killed me when I was young. So I mean, and I feel a saying from the people who died from eating mouldy food, who said nothing because they're dead. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I really feel like I'm in a corner here, but I'm desperate to feed my child. So uh, yeah, I would go. Yeah, I feel. For, uh, I'd filter the water through a sock. Uh, you haven't really made clear how dirty the water is, but fresh bread at least is going to have something. Uh, I don't, I don't, no, no, dis. Oh, I think you've chosen the wrong thing. Yeah, do I go? 
Clean water and dirty bread. Is that Clean like water. Normal? Like people die from drinking dirty water. Oh, yeah, you get so. dysentery very easily. Yeah, and so you need to drink more than you need to eat, right? Well, yeah. eventually. And, and it doesn't matter, but. If you cook the bread or something. Okay, yeah, all right. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> you saved me and my child. This is what we are. We're a support network here. Poor Jack. Even in Would You Rather games. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm going to go for clean water, please. All right. Okay. Sparky, can I just ask if you ever get into a life or death situation, please can you ring Jack first? Mate, I literally Google, like, is it okay for a toddler to eat this? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm basically, Jack is my Google when we're live. That's it. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> um, Jack, okay, then would you rather have more money or more time? Hmm. More so time. You, I was going to say, you work for Dad's Net, so you've got very little of both. Because <laughs> <laughs> with more time, I could make more money. Okay. Is, it, is that a loophole I'm allowed to exploit? Yeah, I'd not really thought about it. I suppose so, yeah. So I guess, yeah, if you had more time, then you could find some crazy pick side up. hustles. Yeah, yeah, pick up some of it. I, I could actually build some guitars again. It's been a long time since I've done that. Oh, you Too know what, though? much going on. You, this is just this question has uh, reminded me of a really profound thing I saw on TikTok the other day, and it's really stuck with me. And it's like, you know how much money you've got in the bank, but you don't know how much time you've got. So don't piss about. Make the most of your life. And I know it's really stuck. Is that what it said? Don't piss about. Something like that. You know, so it's a much cooler thing because it was on TikTok and it, you know, it had funky music in the background. But it's so true. It's like you know what you've got in the bank, but you don't know how long you've got. So right, have a good There's, time. Um, enjoy yourself it's later than you think that's the uh that's the phrase that sticks with me well because it's the scar one right yeah, so well, yeah yeah, yeah. That helps. <laughs> if, if anything's in a scar song jack's gonna play it to himself yeah that's the impression i get it's all hey yeah i see what you've done there that's very clever <laughs> i drop that one all the time because i know it's the only one that any of you will get <laughs> Yeah, but you know, you should. I've got a friend that you could send yours to because he'd get it. So just send a message to Rudy, and he'll. Get nice, it. Yeah, nice, okay. nice, 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 nice. I think I've got his um his email address here somewhere in one of my pockets on these baggy trousers. Mm. <laughs> I got that one. Thank you, <laughs> uh, Brad. Would you rather? Would you rather? Would you rather, Brad, have a terrible boss but a great job, or a great boss but a terrible job? I've had terrible, bosses, terrible jobs at the same time. Yes, see previous stories. <laughs> Where Jack obviously has a great job and a great boss, right? Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. 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 Two blinks for not really. But you know, that whole uh, I'm staying very quiet in this because you know that whole burning bridge thing you were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that is a really tricky one. I guess um I'd rather have a great boss and a terrible job. Um, okay. Because at least if even if the job is shitty and demoralizing, at least you've got camaraderie with your boss who can yeah. help you see it through. Cool. As someone who's fairly antisocial, I uh, don't care about the people at work. I'd rather do a good job that I was enjoying. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, no, definitely. But like, how would you feel if like you would? you had a great job that you loved and you were motivated for, but your boss put you down and was very unsupportive. And I, I, I know how I deal with it, Brad. I <laughs> get to the end of my contract and then simper away because they said they give me some cover work. 
<laughs> it was a brilliant joke. Right. It was a terrible bar. <laughs> okay, so let, let's just go with the game. You're locked into it. You can't escape. Okay. But I think I think there's a loophole here. I, I found another loophole. Go on. That if you've got a terrible boss, but a job that you love, that obviously means that the terrible boss isn't getting in the way of you loving your job. And therefore, that would be the one I would take. Mm. And, and, and no, I'm not saying this is from personal experience, but you can really, really mess around with that terrible boss and wind him up in ways he doesn't even realise. <laughs> For instance, that is possible to do if you, if you wanted to. <laughs> like, I imagine if you were in that yeah, situation. Cup of coffee, boss. So, yeah, Jack's boss just... Uh, Watch out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you effing W. <laughs> we should do that, shouldn't we? The today's show was brought to you by F's, C's and W's. And it's uh the number what was the number seven seven zero zero? Is that the number that's it brought to you? Squawk. Yes, Jim, well remembered. Go and read about it. It is actually interesting. It actually is. Well, we'll see. So <laughs> there's some takeaways from today's show. One, we're all gonna read up on seven seven zero zero. Two, we're going to try black coffee with ice cubes in. Three, we're going to try warming up a teaspoon over a cup of tea, right? <laughs> no, none of we those. Will, <laughs> we will reconvene with the live stream next Tuesday, 8.30, on the Dad's Net Facebook page, on the Loose Dad's Facebook group, on the Loose Dad's YouTube as well, and other places also. And we'll find out what we've learned in the previous seven days uh also this is available where you get your audio podcast from so spotify uh also on um apple podcasts google podcasts and all those sort of places if you could what would be really nice if you go and give us a really lovely review where you can five stars and write some nice things about us and the most important thing you can do and it won't cost you a thing or barely take you any time is just tell someone else about this podcast and get them to listen as well another dad who you think might well um appreciate what we're doing but also anyone else. They don't have to be a dad. They might like it anyway. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why, but they might do. You never know. Yeah, I mean, once in a while, once in a while, Wens drops in. So yeah, she, my mum drops in, like she'll drop by. Yeah, we got we got loads of non-parents who listen. Yeah. I think I think it's actually quite rare we talk about parenting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <True>. <laughs> um, can we just point out that in the comments, I think someone's brought up a good point and I think this is probably why Jack moved the podcast from Wednesdays to Tuesdays is so that he could finish off and say, see you next Tuesday. Mm, yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. we'll leave you with that. So we're back next week. Thank you very much, Sparky. What Thanks, day? Wait, no, oh. When will you see people, Jim? A week today. Thank you very much, Brad. <laughs> thank you, Brad. Thanks, guys. And thank you, Jack. We're back next week with Loose Dads from Dadsnet. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast.